All right, welcome back to another episode of the Ambitious Journey Podcast. What's up, man? Hey, what's happening? We are back in business. Ready to rock We are back. How you feeling? I mean, this is probably the best I've felt. This is the first, like, Saturday I've had off in, like, weeks. Probably months oh. at this point. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I woke up this morning, I went to the gym. I was like, yeah, we're about to have a day. <laughs> and it's like March uh, Madness. So I'm like, I'm about to set up my, like, like, three TVs and a laptop. I'm about to be ready to rock. Yeah, dude, you know... um, the SEC tournament is here, is here in Nashville. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't tell. Really? Nobody knew. Dude, th- okay, I wanted to work the SEC tournament so bad last year. Yeah. Uh, I was like, I'm going to show up every day. Bridgestone. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's almost like uh, – I feel like it was going to be close to, like, how CMA Fest is. Dude, absolutely, because uh, you have all those teams from across the southeast. They all travel well for this. And, all, and then you're literally walking distance away. As soon as they walk outside, they're like, all right, we're going to your place. And then, exactly. Boom. And dude, uh, but no. So I talked to, uh, to Brandon and he was like, uh, I told him, I was like, Hey, you know, the SEC tournament. He was like, dude, I didn't even know. He was like, like, it's not any busier. They tried to open up. Yeah. They didn't open Monday or Tuesday, tried to open Wednesday. And he was like, he was kind of like, Eesh. Yeah, dude. And I was like, that's so crazy. Like, yeah, but that just shows you, I guess, still ha- like how bad Nashville is just suppressing the economy there. Like, mm-hmm. I guess that's the best way to put that. Well, it's so, also, it's, a, it's an interesting year for basketball because I, I know Kentucky, obviously, their fan base, they travel very well. But, I mean, they really did suck this year. And so, I mean, when they lose the first game they play, they all go home. And mm-hmm. I don't even know what the capacity at Bridgestone is for uh, for this game. I don't know if it's like 25%, 50%, whatever they did. But I know it's not full capacity. Yeah, I think I saw somebody talk about it. Um, I think it, I think they may be having like 3,000 people in there. Oh, yeah, I think that's, that's trash. what it is. Um, so it's, it's something like that. Because um, I think I talked about this on here before. Nashville has those compliance officers. Mm-hmm. And so they can go in any venue and be like, nah. Let's clear it out. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's so dumb. Um, so, yeah, but they, they keep moving the curfew back in Nashville, too. Everybody's all excited. Yeah. I'm like, well, Ooh. I, we'll see. I mean, it kind of sucks, though, because I would definitely think working like a tournament like that would be, be good money for, for the industry. Yeah. But this, I guess this year with the limited capacity does suck. And it does suck because even more because next year they're going to, I believe, Kansas City or St. Louis. Then they're doing the tournament in St. Louis next year as opposed to Nashville. So this, the SEC tournament? Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, dude, just think about that. Okay. You got uh, a major city in the South. I could see like Atlanta. Let's say know, Atlanta like, and, and Nashville used to flip flop. They used to do that. Um, yeah. I think they're just trying something new next year just to see how, how another city looks. Yeah. So I could see that. But like, you, absolutely, that's going to be good money. All those teams coming there. Like playing, you would just imagine like games constantly going, people going out, and it's Nashville. So like, it's not you don't really have to sell that that hard. People already kind of know about Nashville, especially now, bro. Especially yeah. now. But that just shows you they still have a mask mandate there. It's one a.m., but you still have to sit down, still have to socially distance. Dude, I <laughs> I went last weekend to actually two weekends in a row uh, for birthday parties. And um, just getting there, you're like, okay. Like, it, it, they almost make it to where you just kind of just want to just stand there. And then, like, you're like, okay, I'm just going to go home. Like, it's it's not that's, fun. That sucks. 
that sucks. Yeah, they took, not, the fun, they took the fun out of everything. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so what's up, bro? What's on your mind? I know you said you want to. You had some stuff you wanted to chat about. So this morning I got up. I went to the gym. Got a nice little lift in. On my workout playlist, I do have a good amount of Meek Mill. There are songs <laughs> that I have on there that have Meek Mill featuring Drake. And the first thing that I thought about today was, do you remember when uh, everyone or when Meek said that Drake had a ghostwriter and everyone like lost their mind about it? Do you remember this? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. So my thought is, even if he has a ghostwriter, does it even? Did that even matter? If he, if he had no. Okay, thank you. Because I feel like I feel like a lot of people think like you're not a real artist or like like old heads are going to come at my throat on this one and be like, he's not a real rapper because he didn't write his own <laughs> bars. But like, Dude. but like, I just feel like he performs them so well. I don't care who wrote them. Yeah. Ex- oh, I think Drake came with this line right after all this came out. He said, it's not about who did it first. It's about who did it better. Yeah. And I was like, like remember, yeah. And yeah. like, uh, that's when party next door, like all those reference checks were like leaking out, yeah. leaking out. And I was like, Okay, honestly, that's a hard bar. <laughs> yeah. I was just listening. Drake's verse came on. I don't. Know, I think it was like "Going Bad" or whatever song it was. I was listening to. I was yeah. like in the middle of Incline Press, and I was just thinking. Like, I wasn't even thinking about the reps. I was just thinking about like, yo, this, these bars are hard. Right, and, and it's I was like, like I don't care who wrote them. Exactly, because I mean, he still has to deliver them, and I'm sure Drake is not just literally taking a full sheet of paper of just the whole song and just like, all right, I'm going to booth. I'm sure he's contributing, bro. Yeah. And if that's, I've seen, from what I know of music, I mean, I don't know exactly how this goes, but I've seen tons of people in all like genres of music sit there like with friends and like come up with stuff and like, mm-hmm. you know, like, or they're like, no, you need to twist that this way or say it like this. So I, I don't, I don't know if that's like. Well, it's like, it's like there's a, there's like a really nerdy white guy that writes for Tyga. But like Tyga has. Wait, is it really? Swear to God. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Well, at least, like, the old stuff, like, all yeah. the hits. So, it's like... Well, like also, uh... What, okay, okay, when Drake... I think Drake, too, probably tried to play this like a business move, too, though. Like, um, Yeah, like, when he was... So, if he was taken from, like, Quinn Miller and uh, Party Next Door, it was... That's why I don't know if those are really, like, leaks. I think he was trying to get them attention, too, like without saying like hey they helped me write these songs he was like i'm gonna just let you hear them mm-hmm. but i'm still gonna put out my version because i'm the face yeah dude he's playing chestnut checkers yeah dude like i don't know all that stuff and then all that benefited meek mill nothing he still went back to being his friend like what is that five years removed Dude, so he, it's like he ate Meek Mill alive, and now they're boys. I don't know. Yeah, and it, basically he he bowed down and kissed the ring, and he was like, "All right, you you can go live the rest of your life." That's what yeah. Drake told Meek Mill. It's, it's it's terrible. Uh, but since we're on Drake, um, did you listen to that Scary Hours too? Have I listened to it? About <laughs> to see what's next. Okay, bro. I I'm excited for this project. Well. Okay, the certified lover boy is what's coming out, right? Yes. I feel like that's going to be a completely different vibe than this scary hours. Potentially. You get what I'm saying? But I don't I I never try to guess what Drake has coming for us. Yeah, oh man, I know. Aubrey Graham keeps us on our toes at all times. He really does, dude. Like and um cuz I mean like I mean obviously, yeah, we both like scary hours too. That was dope. The whole thing 
Um, but I just think like when I guess I think of like Certified Lover Boy, I think of it as like a like a softer album, like a take care. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like like R and B almost. Yeah, same. So uh, I feel like we're gonna have a lot of a lot of mix on there because like even Scary Hours was like, I mean, what's next was was hard, mm-hmm. and then he had the song with Little Baby. Yeah, that was pretty good. And then Lemon Lemon Pepper Freestyle with Rick Ross. I don't yeah. know. I don't know if there's a better combination than Drake and Rick Ross on a song. Yeah, because it's um, it is literally yeah, I was, Jack and Kobe, Jordan and Pippen every single time. Yes, bro. I was talking. Uh, I, I was talking. <laughs> I was listening to the uh, Joe Budden podcast, and um, they were talking about how like uh, they're like when Drake gets into like I'm this rich or like mm. just talking about rich stuff. They're like, who else would you pair that with? And they're like, who's been doing it for forever? Rick Ross. Yep. Dude, and I was like, honestly, you know, like, yeah, I mean, that's that that team right there is just, dude. Yeah, I just, I don't know. They just give a different vibe when they're together. Like, they just eat different money. They they give you money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they they tell you all the things that you you like. I didn't even know that existed. Facts. Like, what the heck? Yeah, and then or they give you their their rich problems like. All that stuff, like who knew that this came with this much money? All those little lines, you're like, you don't have to rub it in that much. <laughs> They're so good. I'm I'm very excited for this album. I I mean, they said he pushed the album back just because he was rehabbing from that torn ACL. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Um, I think he's preparing to um to go to uh like to try to tour some of this too. I think that's, and that's, that's smart. Point. I mean, for for an artist, that's really smart. And I I got a question about that for another artist in a second. I don't know if you you people but. Uh, or Jack Harlow. Um, Jack Harlow is on everything right now. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, his album came out a couple months ago at this point, and it's still. And I always releasing music videos, and like I, I like that album. It's really good. If you haven't listened to the whole thing, yeah, I would say, I, dude, I didn't even know that he put out one. To be honest, I'll send you a couple of tracks. I mean, he's got some good stuff. I mean, he's got he's got hella bars. Like, he's got a song with with Chris Brown, um, yeah, and it's called Best Friends, and it's really good. Um, he's got a little baby on that album, um, bro. Not to cut you off. Did you see them in the All Star game? Yeah, that's what I was gonna say, bro. He's everywhere. <laughs> Watching little baby play in that game, bro. I was like, Jack Harlow. He did what he was supposed to, bro. He yeah. he got the ball and gave it to Quavo. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Let Quavo get buckets. But whatever little baby was doing, bro. I was just like, I don't want to hear no more basketball lines from little baby. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, like he okay. The, the, I gotta give him a little credit. The handles were all right. They, they were all right. He, okay, you could he tell. Can't, it, can't, couldn't get a bucket to save his life, bro. Yeah, it was it was a little rust on there. But that shooting, bro. It it he was definitely a PG whenever he played, bro. He was uh, like he did not shoot because it was just. And then when he jumped to grab the net. Like I saw everybody killing him for that. And I I was looking at that. I was like, bro, honestly though, like what why? <laughs> like, yeah, it was ugly. It was Yeah, ugly. it just because you it was already looking bad and you just add that little icing on the cake right there with just mm-hmm. hitting the net and then basically tripping and falling after coming down. Uh yeah, bro. Have you um, seen the video of Jack Harlow like showing him how to stretch? Yes. And I was like, bro, how do you Dude. <laughs> anybody that's ever played a sport, bro, knows how to at least get a couple of warm-ups. Then he did those two squats at the end. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
<laughs> Dude, it was hilarious. What was he doing, bro? I was just like, either you are so far removed from sports, like, that you ha- just haven't thought about them. And, I mean, I'm talking, like, 12, 14 years, which like, obviously he's not You old know you're that. not that good. And you know yeah. Quavo and bro, he, he are knew. good. Why are you putting yourself in that position? To look that bad. Like – that's what I'm saying. The bag <laughs> yeah. is not that large. You're no, getting- not at all. And it you didn't need the exposure. We all know who you are. Like, bro, you could have just came to the game fly and watched. Uh-huh. And it, it would have been the same recognition. <laughs> I just can't get over some of that. I was like, and dude, I know two chains had to just be looking at him like, bro, what? Yeah. Like, come on. I don't did he score one? I don't know. I was at work. I, I really don't think he – I, don't I think legit he think their stat line was uh, he had nothing. I think 2 chains had like – I think it was like eight. They got blown out, bro. Facts. But like, it was, and Harlow, Harlow's not bad either. I've seen videos of him playing with like Dirk and Russ and, and all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, like that ra- the rapper uh, rapper runs, I guess, mm-hmm. or whatever you want to call it, when they're all in the, in the gym playing together. Yo, yeah. Uh, I think I think that comes on TV too, because um, I've seen like Russ playing in that and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because I think Quavo had like seventeen points that game though. Jesus. Like, keep in mind what they were only going to like twenty one. Twenty one, yeah. Yeah, so it's like he had like seventeen. That's crazy, and that block. But who knows what's gonna happen with uh, with how that goes next year? Because yeah, let's hope, let's hope they actually get four good hoopers and not two, and then just two scrubs. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I'm, I like the concept of it, and I like how like they set up the All Star game. I, I know this year was kind of rushed, mm-hmm. um, but I like the way that they did it all. Like how it was, I'd rather see like people that we know, or like how they did a few years ago, where they took like some famous rappers, actors, and like YouTube people, and they all let them play those games. I think that's super dope. Yeah, I was gonna say I think this two on two is better than the celebrity game though. Because I feel like I could see that the celebrity game is kind of doo doo. Well, I would I would almost rather see like a like a rotation of games like that, if that makes sense. Yeah, like get like just prominent people like that, Um, and you could almost put them in categories, kind of like so they had like rappers this time, but get like other music people, other or any type of like content creators, and just have them play. Just I guess give like three hours of this them playing like two on two on two games like that. I think that'd be dope, dude. I think so. But I, I agree with the All-Star weekend. Um, you know how they had everything on one night. Like I mm-hmm. felt like that was that was so much better. I heard the I didn't get to see the dunk contest because I was at work. You did like it? You liked it all in one night? I did. Um I heard the dunk <laughs> contest was trash. I didn't even, I haven't even seen any of the dunks, so that means it must have been trash. Yeah, but, I I didn't see it either, but I heard it's like it's like three people in it. Yeah. But having like the three point contest with all the big names like it was at the mm-hmm. beginning. And then I think they did the skills challenge, like, in between quarters. Like, things like that. I feel like that's way more entertaining than, like, a two-hour show on a Saturday with all these commercials, all this yeah. dead time. And then and, then just to have a game on Sunday. Like, just put it all yeah. together at the same time. Just expand, yeah. like, an hour or so. Um, I could see them – or if I wish they would start it kind of, like, earlier in the day to make, like, a full day out of it. I feel like them trying to pack it all in at night, that's what makes it seem like – rushed and sloppy and yeah but then you got to look at like people yeah. like steph curry like you're like hey you have to be here at one o'clock and then you have to be back here at this time this do this like he was able to do uh, well, I'm saying, more so like uh 
Like for like this, the no, 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 for like the the, the non basketball people, like those games. Because okay. I think those games yeah. started like five, and then yeah. the game was at like you see what I'm saying, where it was like they started that at one because people still want to see those people, mm-hmm. like at the game hanging out, blah blah blah. If you start that at like one, people are watching that like when they're just sitting out, you know, eating lunch, whatever, and then you just care that only you take like a two hour break or whatever to let and then start some of those skill games. Then you yeah. lead into the big game at night. I think it just flows that much better. I agree. I think that would be. I think that would be dope. Yeah. We'll um, Did you see? Uh, you see Gilly the kid. Um, he was at uh, um, All Star Weekend. Oh, no. Did you finish your thought on uh, Jack Harlow? I kind of cut you off earlier. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Sorry. Really I know we kind of got kind of far removed from it. No, uh, all good. But uh, uh, during during All Star Weekend, Gilly was uh, at a five. He said he was at a five star hotel, costing about like twelve, thirteen hundred a night. He was down in the lobby, and then there was just a bunch of dudes playing dice in the lobby at a five star hotel. He was like only in Atlanta. Was it really? Wait, he didn't say nothing. No, bro. I, I'll send you the video. But if you haven't seen it, it's on his Instagram. It's really funny. It was during All Star Weekend. He was like, "I'm in a five star hotel, <laughs> costing me about twelve hundred a night. I just calmed down the lobby." And they over here playing dice. And there's like 20 dudes that play a dice game. Dude, and it was so funny. You, you, you got to clear this out. There was, like, there was like two white couples just sitting there, and they looked so out of place, bro. It was so funny. <laughs> All these people down here playing dice. Dude, you know they walk on that room, and then I was like, oh, yeah. I don't even know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my bad. Um, dude, no, I'm telling them to uh, just, I'm like, look. I know y'all want to do this. Can you at least take it to the side room? Not right here in the lobby. If y'all are here, I, you paid for a room here. Go to the room. <laughs> Sit right here in the lobby. Well, it's like, bro, how many of those people didn't even have a room at that hotel, you know? Man, look, I wouldn't underestimate some of those people for All-Star. They save up to go to All-Star Weekend. No, bro. I get. I bet they are scheming, and it's all a scam, bro. Did you, I saw a tweet. Girls were literally sleeping in their cars. Bro, I saw that. You know, okay, 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 okay. I saw those people killing that girl uh, for the U-Haul thing. Mm-hmm. I see. I'm not mad at that, bro. I didn't see. I didn't see that. What's what happened? Oh, okay. So this girl hops out of the back of a U-Haul, um, uh, like one of the uh, I guess truck van type deals that yeah. are 19 bucks to rent. All right, and she's at the gas station, but she hops out of the back. So I, obviously there must have been a driver. Yeah. Uh, unless she was just changing at the gas station. Um, but I, everybody was like, they were like, tons of people were doing that. They were just getting U-Hauls and they're just putting blowing mattresses in the back of them. So that way they can, and they're just keeping all their stuff in there. So that way they can go ahead and, uh, you know, drive to the venues without spending money on a room. And I was like, I think that's smart. But I've also seen plenty of guys do that, like traveling for baseball and stuff like that. Yeah. Guys getting vans to just, literally load up sleeping in the back of their cars everything so i'm like look i get the grind but if you're there for like a weekend like that though i see why it looks funny but i can't really make fun of it though no it's it's definitely like it's it's a finesse but but it's like them just trying to like dress up and try to get with these nba players like they about to make a living off of something hey look man you gotta (laughs) gotta get in where you fit in you know it's like imagine bro you talk about a finesse and a come up if you trick one of these dudes into thinking you are something 
of this stature or you get because you got all this stuff on mm-hmm. all you need is just that just for that moment that you can go back to the u-haul but let's say next thing he's like he flies you out like yeah, that, is, that is a come up and a half you know i mean gotta play the game <laughs> but I mean, it's sad that that's our culture these days i know it is it is and so many guys are easily tricked by it that's the other thing like you, bro, you would think it takes smarts to make a lot of money. And then you realize how stupid, like some of these people are, mm-hmm. or I, I guess I can't really call somebody stupid for being tricked though. Huh? I mean, I mean, but I mean, that is a finesse that, like, I mean, it is like it how, is. how, how does that even go? You know, like, cause I know like they're, they're trying to get with the NBA players, but we all know there's these D league dudes that are down there playing dice. And they got they got the money in their hand, and they're these girls are going up to them too. You know what I mean? Well, also you just gotta you just gotta uh, slide into the venue too, though, or at, get some type of pass and be like. I was gonna say, dude, there's no there's no way they're paying if they're not paying for a room, they're not paying for no tickets to the venue. Well, think about like you said, like like those G League dudes though, because mm-hmm. uh, like they can get tickets to the games, right? I don't know. I don't know what the capacity was this year, mm. but I know. But we all know Atlanta is Atlanta, so we know the clubs were popping. Oh, bro. Uh, yeah um but uh I, i've seen tons of videos of that mm-hmm. um, yeah I, I was gonna say too though they're not only there just to get with uh get with the basketball players they're trying to get with the rappers mm-hmm. with the producers like anybody that looks like they have money they're yep. like hey yep. <laughs> yeah. i'll come back to my u-haul real quick yeah exactly <laughs> or like i i, I guarantee that the line that they go with this I, all my friends are staying with me can we go to your place Mm-hmm. or can we you know go somewhere else which i mean is smart then you can just take an uber instead of having to drive your van <laughs> drive your room just get an uber that's smart that's smart. i wonder how many girls how many girls were like yeah i got like i just got like a one bedroom you know like so, so small oh just lying about it yeah <laughs> like oh let me see this one bedroom apartment you haul yeah dude you know how i would play it now i'm thinking about it if you say that then just park it at whatever uh, like expensive hotel. But yeah, I, I just got a room over at the blah blah blah. Not really having a room, you know. But technically, you're there, so that's close enough. <laughs> oh my god, bro, that would be something. Uh, uh, but I, I think. Oh, oh, that was what else I was gonna bring up too, bro. Did you see the girl? Uh, before I move on, did you see the girl that now started a GoFundMe? Uh, just to get home from Atlanta to New York. No. Bro, she says she went down to Atlanta with $400 because she wanted to have fun with her friends, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, she, now she has no way home. She got a one-way ticket uh, from New York to Atlanta. And she was like, she just needs help getting home. She thought she, thought, about, she thought she was about to make it. She thought she was about to win the lottery or something down there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's what made me think. I was like, she was all down there on a mission to come up and I guess she didn't come up, but uh, I saw people saying they were like, "Bro, there's no way I would still be stuck." <laughs> they were like, "This pussy gonna do something." <laughs> Dude, I, was, <laughs> I was dying at this, bro, and I was like, "You know, honestly, I mean, it's how to how to make this sound clean." Like, I guess I already said the word. I mean, yeah, but, bro, that is so funny. <laughs> that is so dumb. Like, you are stuck there because you bought but, a one-way ticket. Yeah. Dude, there's no way. If I'm an attractive girl, 
there's no way I'm stuck anywhere. Like, we are getting home, bro. Some kind of way. Like, yeah, man, she could. She, she just missed her opportunity. She probably tried to choose too hard, uh-huh. and she didn't go for the low-hanging fruit. That's what happens. Yep. Get the ones you can and trade up. What's that lady, uh, Laura Pippen? Scotty Pippen's old wife oh, or whatever? Larza Pippen or whatever? Larza Pippen. She trades off a dude every little while. Bro, she goes with who's hot for the moment. Uh-huh. Do the same thing, bro. Just. And she's not even picking dudes that are hot. Like, she's picking, like, backup role play. Not even role play. Like, backups off the bench. Facts. So, like, just look at that. She can lower her standards. Got to play your position. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Facts. Yeah. Let's, uh, just be, let's just be glad that none of these people had stimulus checks before the All-Star weekend, though. Mm, no, I kind of wish that they would have. Dude, Atlanta, Atlanta would have been stupid reckless. Bro, <laughs> the, the stupidity that would have ensued after this, oh, that would have been priced. Twitter was already great. So just mm-hmm. imagine Twitter with stimulus. Oh, my. Dude, I wish this would have happened right when all the, the height of, like, the PPP loans or whatever. Yeah. Just imagine, dude. Yeah. Oh, my God. I would have been surprised people walking down the street with tigers, uh, <laughs> all types of weird animals. Oh, that would have been crazy. Bro. The, Atlanta, the Atlanta, like, exotic car sales would have been, like, at a peak. Dude, bro, uh, it, it would have been fleets of cars coming down the streets from the local Doughboys, bro. Uh-huh. Like, you, you already know. Um, but, I guess, being more serious, I am glad that they finally agreed on something for the COVID relief bill. Absolutely. They called uh they called Joe Moneybag Joe. Dude. Fourteen hundred. Let's get serious. And we're still paying all those other countries in this deal. Dude, that's what I'm saying. What one point nine trillion and we just paying all these other countries? What's up? Dude, uh, it's just it's so frustrating to see. But you know, something's better than nothing. We still are what? So now we're up to thirty is it thirty four hundred since last March from the government? Uh, it'd be 32, I think. 3,200? 12 and 6. Yeah, 32. So imagine some of these places that have been shut down this long, like, or still very, very limited. 3,200 in the course of almost a year. It's so almost you, got, a, got, a solid year. Something to, something to pick your brain about. Yeah. And somebody may think I sound stupid when I say this. Whatever. It's a genuine question. Mm-hmm. So poor people, like right. genuinely poor people, you know, have everything basically handed to them at this point, you know, right. I mean, they, they more than likely have food stamps They more than likely have, you know, everything taken care of it. So they, they, this doesn't, this, none of this has affected them. The rich no. people, the rich people have all the money in the world. This has still not affected them because a paycheck to them is nothing. Cause no, they have the money. Another, yeah. Just another day. People like us in the, that fall in the middle. Right. We're the ones that get hurt by this the most. Each and every time. That's why they keep saying there's no more like middle class, quote unquote. Yeah, absolutely. It's just like the upper poor and then there's a the rich. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that's kind of where you where you fall in. Um but it's like it's like they're trying to make everybody suffer that's not poor. It's like know, a, is it is it like I don't want I like I think we've made it clear that we don't stand on either side of the political spectrum here, red yeah. or blue. But like it's almost like they're trying to make everyone rely on them. 
Yeah, socialism. This is where you get that uh, I want equality over uh, what, what's, what's that Kamala says? Equality over equity, or I mean equity. I don't know. Whatever that she sounds, said. That sounds to me because I feel like you should have the ability to work and make yourself make your life better. Yeah, and she. I, I forgot they use that analogy of like you know the wall with the, with the step ups, that thing. Um, it's the flaw is when people start relying on the government. Okay, well. My mom always told me, uh, if you ask somebody for money, you can't be mad when they put stipulations on that money or they ask you what you did with that money. Mm-hmm. You ask them for the money. Mm-hmm. So if you made the, so if she says, let's say if she gave me some money, she was like, hey, you know, uh, are you getting your bills paid? You can't be mad. Like, why are you? Well, you took my money. Mm-hmm. Right? So, you know, it's like, so I feel like it's the same that applies with the government. It's like, if you take this from them and it's not even that you're trying to take it from them, they are putting you in such a position that you have to. Mm -hmm. So then they can just turn and use that as leverage against you. You know what I'm saying? It's like just taking, basically taking in, uh, you give them an inch and they'll take a mile. It's that same thing. And so I, we constantly keep losing because of that. And now here we are almost a year into a pandemic and they provide us with 3,200, but you asked them, they've given us the world though. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. They've given us the world, <laughs> but they've given millions of dollars to other countries. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know, but I mean, the, the first thing that made me think about this is, uh, yeah, I'm glad we're getting the stimulus check. Cause it's nice, but I'm about to have to give part of it back to pay a tax return. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. From serving and stuff. So it's just like, yeah. bro, come on. It's, I don't know how, do I still haven't done my taxes yet? What I think I haven't filed, I haven't filed yet because like I just yeah. did my like TurboTax stuff and was like, yeah. what am I about to owe? Yeah. So uh, I'll have to prepare for it, but I'm about to file probably once we get the stimulus checks. Yeah. I think it's it due, I think it, what it's due like April 30th by April 30th. Yeah. Which yeah. who knows what actually that means this year, because I'm sure they'll, extend it but i mean i'm gonna bro just be a law-abiding citizen and pay my taxes but yeah we're going on two years now two of life basically being altered like that's so crazy oh we lift our mask mandate here in rutherford county this wednesday and then um but people are upset about that williamson county uh, just lifted theirs, but we already talked about how Nashville they uh, are sticking by theirs. They won't lift it. Well, it's um, like it's like we haven't heard anything about Texas since they did theirs. Oh no, no, I was just about to bring them up. So did you see that restaurant? Uh, it's a Mexican restaurant, I believe, in Austin. So they said no. Okay, shirt. Austin is literally little California. Man, it really is. But uh, what was it? Uh, no shirt, no shirt, no shoes, no mask, no service. And they were like, they people are still required to wear a mask or you like will be turned away. And it was like all this kind of stuff. And it was like, you must not like money. You must not like, yeah. If you own a business and just don't just let people in, like, well, see, but then those businesses will be asking to be bailed out or, like, you know, stuff like that. Like, uh, they'll play that. We're a local small business, they'll play that card Mm -hmm. as soon as if people stop coming. And it's like, bro, and, and I get you get to do whatever you want to with your private business. Um, but it's like, I don't think 
you were doing that well, <laughs> you know, yeah. to, b- beforehand and like to do this one, but two, if you were really so environmentally, I guess, or just so aware of what's happening with people's health, I don't even know if you would have like a restaurant open just because of like, mm-hmm. apparently those are like the breeding grounds of this whole COVID stuff of like how you super spreading. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. So it's like, no matter how many people you let in there or how many people come on with the mask, like come in with the mask or not, they're still spreading. Mm-hmm. So you being, you would have still continued to do like the takeout stuff. If you were just so like, we are going to help save the world. Yeah. You know well, what I mean? that, like, that's the thing is like, my whole thing with the situation is, yeah, I think the, the masks are great. The, you know, when you're around people, but like, I feel like when you're at a restaurant or like now that you now so Texas, has no mandate. Mm-mm. So I feel like that is giving the people the option to do as they please. Yeah. If you want to go to this place, go to it. If you don't want to go, don't go. Nobody's making you. I think that's how it should be everywhere, bro. I really do. I'm on, I'm on the same page. I know it's going to ruffle some feathers, but I mean. Yeah. If your feathers get ruffled by, uh, you're the problem if you get upset at that. Yeah. Like, dude, uh, I had to talk with somebody the other day about this because they were getting mad about masks. But it's just like why, can't, like, why can't we make our own decisions? Exactly. And they were like saving all these people. It's just, oh my gosh, dude. I'm so tired. Dude, I'm getting worked up just thinking about it. I'm so tired of all the, like the excuses that, and just stuff, bro. Like that they say to like justify this. And we see, I was telling, dude, I, I talked to my mother about this the other day too. There's no data that has shown any significant decline from mask uh, from people that are being masked versus people that aren't masked. Mm-hmm. Transmission is still the same. If there's contact to people, I think it's like a tick lower, a tick meaning one, instead of one in every hundred people, it's like one in every 150 people. So my question is, is like, where does it even make sense? Like you have to wear your mask inside the, to walk into the restaurant. But mm-hmm. when you sit at the table, you don't have to wear a mask to talk to me. Yeah. And it's like, and so that's supposed to be because you're sitting down and I'm standing up. Yeah. And it, it doesn't make any sense. It's just like the same with the Nashville thing, how they were like, you know, well, people uh, should be home by nine o'clock because, uh, and they were like, what, COVID stops after nine? And they were like, no, as people get drunker uh, and more inebriated, they get more uh, loose and like uh, willingly break the rules or something like that. And it's like, or maybe they just realize, hey, maybe this isn't so bad. <laughs> like, and they go on. They they snap back into reality because you're not scaring yeah. them every other day with some new headline. Well, that's my thing is like, so Wednesday is St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm not even Irish, but I'm going to be a true Irishman and celebrate with the lads on Wednesday. And I'm going to get probably uh, pretty messed up. But, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's just up for the holiday celebration. But yeah, I just right. know, like, what are these places going to be like when I go inside? Like, oh, are y'all still? Do y'all still have? Uh... Yeah, we still have masks. I mean, our curfew moved back to twelve, and I mean, mm-hmm. I have to work a double the next day, so I'm not trying to be uh, out till twelve anyway. But I mean, oh, yeah, I'm yeah. trying to have a good time during the day. It's a day off. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have some time during the day. But sure. it's like, I haven't seen anybody posting specials. I haven't seen anyone saying like we're doing this or we're doing that. It's just like, what yeah. are we doing? Like, um the uh the local bar oh dude you know before i get into this you just said i hadn't seen anybody posting specials dude what if they're trying to cancel 
St. Patrick's Day. I hope the leprechaun kicks them in the nuts if they try to. Because <laughs> they're saying it's cult- culture appropriation. Oh, man. Oh, I can hear it right now. Yeah, dude. but they tried to, what, cancel Mr. Potato Head, and they tried to cancel Yeah, Tom I saw Tom. that. They tried to cancel Eminem. Bro, you think Eminem cares? Dude, he yeah. – uh, but yes, I was saying uh, the local bar, Louie, uh, they're having <laughs> deals that day. <laughs> so um, I know some places around here uh, still are. They're still, you know, doing like the, the green beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, seen, and like, and don't get me wrong. I've seen a couple like um, like chains and stuff that are doing stuff. But mm-hmm. like I have not seen anything like you could Google. Oh, I Googled please. it and like go on Facebook, everything. And like I'm not seeing anything. Yeah. Just, like, I just want to have a good time. Do people uh, – they're they're scared of <sighs> do you know how much harmful stuff you breathe in every day don't even get me started on that <laughs> like and, and i know this makes me sound so insensitive about covid and i don't we've been down this i feel like a few times but it's just bro people i've seen people who are the size of my room talking about other people are killing them without wearing a mask yeah you are literally killing yourself with every step all that stuff that you want to love on yourself like is squishing your organs every step but i'm the one that's killing you mm-hmm. because i'm choosing to breathe out here instead of behind a barrier got it yeah. like what Oh my gosh, dude! It is just people smoking cigarettes. COVID, blah blah blah. You, you don't mean that cancer sticking your finger there? Not not that thing, bro. No. Speaking <laughs> of that, I don't know if I'm the only person this happens to, but anytime I have I happen to walk by somebody smoking a cigarette, I just happen to be in the same vicinity. If I smell cigarettes, legitimately, the next morning when I wake up, I am sick. Hey, okay, bro. Uh, yes, well. I, I shouldn't say that I, I'm sick, but um, like there's some weird there's congestion in your throat, like my nose, bro. Every yeah, uh, well, like bars that uh, that allow you like to uh, smoke in there, bro. Yeah. Yes, I noticed like the next day, like uh, very much congested, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I wouldn't call it like sick, but I have like this like weird feeling like on the inside too. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. So I would say it's like a, it's almost like a minor, minor cold. Because you just have like okay. congestion, yeah. and you're just like, "What in the hell is this?" Yeah, thing? you, like, you where just feel off from? a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So, because this happened to me yesterday, I was walking into work, and there's some like nail place next door, and there was like five people outside smoking cigarettes as I have to walk through the back gate, and I'm just like, "You got to be kidding yeah. me!" <laughs> so I like walk through it, and then legitimately this morning I woke up and I had like congestion and everything, and I was just like, "Dude, it's like clockwork." Yeah. Well, also, oh, my allergies are getting so bad right now, too, bro. Uh, well, it's because to... Tennessee weather can't decide if it wants to be 30 Man. or 70. Dude, we're starting to already get stuff like like blooming and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, my. Uh, not to cut off from what you were talking about, but, bro, I was driving in the car. I had just woke up, and I was sneezing so bad. And I looked up, and I just saw this pollen, like those little white leaves oh, no. blowing across my car. And I was like, that's it. <laughs> no. <laughs> like... We're done. Man. And I just know these next couple of weeks, like you may be able to kind of hear it in my voice a little bit, but these next couple of weeks, it's just a bunch of sneezing when I wake up. And like, you know that, like you rub your nose and like that when your throat tickles. Yep. 
man, it's the worst. It's the worst. Yeah, I had to go buy freaking allergy medicine just to make it through the day the other day. I woke up this morning and instantly was like, all right, need medicine. (laughs) (laughs) Where is it? Dude, I I woke up confused. I was just like, my nose was so stopped up. I was like, oh, (laughs) what? What is happening? (laughs) It's that time of year. It's the worst, bro. Man, it really is. Um, Something else I wanted to uh, chat about, too. Uh, Jeff Bezos, well, ex-wife. Bro, I have I have a theory about this. This yeah. is this has been planned for a long time. Facts, because that's so fast. Like it's not even a year. So fast, bro. Not a year. It's not even been like six months. I don't even think. Bro, yeah, yeah. I don't even know when their divorce was. Fu- okay. Is their divorce even finalized? Yeah, it is. It is. Okay. It is. But it's, yeah. been, it's been within the last couple months. I swear. Because re- remember, so she got that. Um, she got that deal of. Uh, so it was twenty percent of like Amazon or something like that, which translated to like $66 billion. Well, it must and be so nice. It was like, it was the, the fastest instant transfer of wealth like in history. And she, she w- went overnight to being like the seventh richest person or six, something like that. And, like, now, just like and that. now she's banging a school teacher. Is that, is that what he is? Yeah, bro. It's, just, it's like a middle school or high school teacher that she's with. That's a come up for him. If I'm him, a come up and a half, bro. Bro, like, and okay, they're also kind of older too. So what are they like in their forties, fifties? Bro, 50s? I'm flexing to all my students if I'm him. I'm not going back. <laughs> I'm letting them kids never see me again. I'm quitting that day. No, but bro, I'm talking about flexing for one day, just talking bad to all the kids. But I would have been talking as soon as I met her and we. I put that ring. First of all, I'm not buying a ring. Buy your own ring. Yeah. But I'm talking bad to those kids every day from that point. What are you going to do, fire me? I don't even need to come here. Yeah. And I'm really not coming. After The day that we set up that she says, hey, let's get married this day, I'm quitting that day. I'm yeah, I'm, bu- I'm buying your school and tearing it down. Get, yeah, like go somewhere else. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm not coming back here. I, I'm dude. I'm acting high and mighty at least for like a week. I'm like this place is beneath me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not coming back in here. Me step foot in this? No, <laughs> I'm not coming back, bro. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, I would have been showing out. But my thing is, I don't know why she did that. Like. Dude, why don't you just take some time for yourself? Like, relax. Take a year of just So I, I've never been through this situation, but my what I'm picturing happened, obviously she's going through a divorce, very unhappy. Somebody mm-hmm. stepped in and gave her the attention and everything that she wanted. And again, mm-hmm. this guy is on a come up. He said, exactly. this is my time to shine. And she has money now too. So she was like, I don't need anybody's money. I just want somebody that wants me. I can yep. see that. Yep. Yeah. That's dude, there's no way that's not exactly what happened. Yeah. Well, also another thing too I thought is so maybe they announced to us like uh you know like when the div- when the divorce started, but you know how like sometimes pe- those famous people like don't announce that stuff until like mm-hmm. last second. Well, so we all know was, like divorce stuff takes forever. Also too when you're talking about that type of money, I'm sure that was probably like a very long process. So we could be talking about possibly like a year before. And uh, how long were they mentally divorced before they were actually That's what I was going to say too. So that, that might be a, another thing that I'm not considering in that scenario. But I still like my scenario better. Of, I, I mean, I don't think that she gets all this money if she had somebody else instantly, you know? Right. That too. 
Um, because her whole thing was divorcing him because he cheated or something like that, right? Yeah. So, so it's it like, like if she if she had been found with somebody else already before yeah. the divorce, then like she probably wouldn't have gotten anything. Uh, but think about how scandalous women are, though. There's been women that have been have been cheating and then got mad at their man for cheating and then sued for alimony. Mm-hmm. True. So I mean, it's uh, ooh. Have you ever heard of this? Uh, who uh, on Rogan? How he talks about his friend mm-hmm. that still pays. So he's uh, I guess almost a billionaire or something like that. But um, he's been married to this lady now. So this was years ago when he talked about it. So it has to be closer to twenty years. But he was married to this other lady for uh like 12 or 14 years but he still has to pay her alimony and he was like i've already been married to my new wife longer than i was ever married to her but i'm still having to pay her alimony but apparently this lady gets like i mean hundreds of thousands from this man a month uh because she was so like distraught over it and she was setting a certain way of like living well this lady also will not remarry too because i think i'm pretty sure she loses that alimony yep she just has like yeah, so she just has like men that she is just with. It's so crazy, dude. Like, I mean, just, I mean, why why get married though? It's not worth losing that money. Yeah, you know, honestly, yeah. But it's my thing is, you can't tell me like, okay, maybe you can, but yeah, I just don't think you can be like so hurt and so whatever. But you're still you still talk to me to get my money. I would say she sold it one good time to the right judge and they got it. That's it, dude. Like, that's all it is. And it's like, but you see this time and time again, and especially if they had kids. I was going to say, that, that's, that's my next thing is like, not even alimony, but child support too, bro. Like, tell me why Blake Griffin has to pay like, is it Blake Griffin that pays like 200 and something uh, thousand a month for child support? Wait, what? And, and like, why the hell does some what does a kid need two hundred something thousand a month? Oh no, he got he had a terrible lawyer. He should sue his lawyer. If you your lawyer that. came to you and was like, take this deal, or that's the deal they got you. Mm-hmm. Fam, we got way bigger issues. I'm squaring up with my with my lawyer right there in court, if that's what they tell me. Two hundred thousand a bro. So this right here says two hundred and fifty-eight thousand per month. But how much is that in a year, bro? What is that like? It's a million That's, every four, so like three million dollars. <laughs> For what? For what? <laughs> Yo, my the kid. Yeah, bro. That's bro, what I'm saying. What kid, bro? That's better than some people will ever like see in their entire lifetime in their life bro and he dude and he makes it and the kid gets it in a year basically the baby mama gets it in a year bro okay if i was unless blake griffin said hey look what i'm gonna do is she can she can only touch like a cap of this money yeah and the rest of it will be set aside in a personal bank account for that kid that she cannot use yes then okay kudos to blake but if your lawyer turned to you and said bro Take this deal, 200K to her pocket? You gotta, he's got to be on a hit list somewhere. Man, man, yeah. on a hit list. But he would have been knocked off. If I got 200K to uh, give every month, I got 50 to get rid of you right now. Uh, like, also, have you ever heard of a woman paying child support? Because I haven't. Yes, bro. Uh, 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 okay, so the only reason why I know about this is because there's a, you know, there's like a, um, 
like a, like a uh, activist group like that's against that. Like against women paying child support? Yeah. <laughs> like, because there's only a handful of them that do it anyway. Yeah. Um, real quick before we talk about this group, there's a guy I work with. He's had custody of his kid for three years and still has to pay. Like the kid lives with him. He's had custody for three years and he still has to pay child support. You got you bent. What? Thank you. I, I, he told me that and I was like, yo, what? I would have smacked him and say, say that again to me. <laughs> tell me that one more time. You utter, utter that exact sentence to me again. And yeah. Bro. Like, he's a fool if he's out here paying. He's supporting the child. Yeah. You're basically paying to support somebody else's life. Yeah. They don't have the kid. Like, um, yes, there's a, there's a group. I'd, I'd be in court every day, bro. Oh, bro. There's a group uh, that's against women paying child support and against women paying alimony. The only reason why I know about this is because, uh, what was it, Vice or something like that? did it was either vice or vox did a story on this like a couple of years ago and it popped up on youtube and i was like i gotta see this yeah uh, of course the women uh blurred their faces out blah, blah 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 uh and they were like you know i'm i'm all about being a strong woman i'm a, i'm a feminist but they were like but why am i pay- a man should be strong enough to like take care of his own and i'm like look at what you're saying oh my god bro <laughs> like Dude, they they don't see the they don't see the error in their logic. Never. They never do. No. And I was like, okay, so the uh the dude, um not the dude, so the so the lady that was paying her husband's alimony, I think it was on I say only, uh, but I think it was like three thousand a month or something like that. So granted, I mean that's solid. I'll take a free three K a month. You know, right, right, right. But it was like I, I thought it was going to be something way more egregious than, you know, like 3K. When you talk about stories of like Blake Griffin paying 200 something thousand, like, or you hear regular people like paying crazy numbers like that. So I was like, not 200K, but you know, like people, they'll, they'll be making 110 uh, a year and they'll say like pay like 5,000 because of whatever reason. It's like, yeah what dude i had a bonus uh like at that time why are you telling me to pay um and there's a comedian that talks about that too he was like uh he he, uh earthquake have you ever heard of this dude no so he's on vlad but uh so his his this isn't uh alimony this was child support but he ended up paying child support off three years early and he was like uh he said he said i always told him he said if my kids need anything my kids can come to me and ask me for the money. He said, and I will continuously take care of my kids because they're mine. He said, but uh, he's like, but I don't want my money going to a woman that I'm no longer involved with and saying, and them saying like, Hey, that's for your child. He was like, no, he was like, he was like, my kids are old enough now. They can talk to me. Yeah. Facts. And so he was saying, but at the time he said, the judge ruled on what he was making. Then he was like, Hey, yo, I'm a comedian. Like he was like, I don't know if I'll forever be making this much money. Like he was like, and that was when he was just getting hot. He was like, you got to think he was like, I was broke or he, I think he said broke or I didn't have a lot of money for a long time, which I mean, kind of makes sense in comedy. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, and I had just gotten a couple of good roles and I was just like starting to do good in comedy. He was like, and then that's what they chose to use. Not anything else. He was like, yo, I can't, I don't know if I'm gonna forever do this. So he said, so he told himself, he was like, uh, I'm a double up payments now. So he doubled payments, bro. Look at this double payments 
for 15 consecutive years. Did not miss one payment. And he was like, he was like, I was just fortunate enough to be blessed that I could pay, uh, you know, enough money. Wow. Like I, he said, I stayed relevant. I stayed hot. I kept getting stuff so I could pay that money. He was like, and he said, so I did it. He said, I ended up paying it off. Uh, I think it was like three years earlier or something, something like this. Uh, I don't know if I'm mixing that up. Crazy though. It was three years or three months. So I may be off on that. But um, double payments for 15. Right. And he was like, um, but his, his ex-wife went on the internet blasting him saying like, he's not taking care of his kid. We're about to be homeless. Like we're all out, blah, blah, blah. Because what'd you do with that money? Exactly. And he said, and he just went on Vlad again. He was like, uh, he was like, he said, I never made that mistake again with her because another woman tried to trick him into a kid, which is another story. But he said, I wanted to make sure she was self-sufficient instead of relying on me like the other situation yeah. I had. He was like, because he said, what do you do with all that money? He was like, I was giving, he, I don't think he said the amount, but he was like, I was giving her good money. Oh, and he double, was like, he's giving you double what, what the judge was telling him to give you. Bro, every month, bro, for that many years. He was like, think about it. He was, he was like, she got a house. She had cars. She had this. She had that. He was like, I didn't question it at all. He was like, she's with other people. He was like, hey, and I'm still here paying for my kid. And okay, dude, I've thought about that too. I was like, why wouldn't they set that up like um, to where they were letting the child support go into an account for the kid and to where both people have to agree? Like you have to show like, hey, this money is going for this, this, and this. Bill, whether it be bills, you say, Hey, all right, so to the light bill this month, or this, this, and this. So you take percentage of, of that instead of taking the whole thing and saying, like, Yep, this is all child support. Yep. Because you could be, you could set the kid up for better later on. It's a, and right now, it's setting the kids up for failure. Cause exactly. Because it's 9. like 9.9 out of 10 people that get child support don't even probably use it for their kid. Exactly. Because it's like, because they, they say, You don't know all the struggle they're going to raising a kid. I mean, yeah, no, but okay, if the bills are paid and there's food to be taken care of, it's not supposed to cover the complete cost of the kid. You're supposed to be 18. So, okay, so if I'm paying for this, this, and that, all right, so then you can cover uh, whether it be like little projects that come up, uh, if you need money for jerseys or, you know, like rec fees, all that type of stuff, just yeah. tell me. We can work out stuff on that. But, okay, but then I, I, th I feel like I'm thinking about that too responsibly. Well, I was just saying, and most of the time, these people are coming at each other's necks for this stuff, mm -hmm, just trying to mm -hmm. just trying to get at somebody, trying to get one up on them, and because they and, and they say it's in the name of being hurt. Mm -hmm. Well, mm -hmm. and, and or for the love of the kid, because it's like, no, nah, I'm willing to communicate with you, but you want you just want a guaranteed check every single month. Exactly, exactly. Um, do you know this is something too that I'm all for. Um, that and uh, I, I saw somebody do this. I forgot where I saw this at, but I think this should be the case for most people. So these people, uh, after they got divorced, instead of making the kids move, the parents and the kids kept the house, and so the parents alternated weekends at that house. Huh. And I was like, absolutely, that's what you should do. Like, it don't inconvenience the kids' life because. Y'all can't make an agreement. Dude, that's, so, that's kind of cool. I mean, it's a, yeah. it's a messed up situation, but I mean, they made the best out of it, it seems like. Exactly. But it's like, y'all, so you have to travel uh, to here or you want to live there. Well, that's cool. But if you want your days, you will be at this house 
on this day at this time and you rotate that way let the kids life stay stable so they can continue to because how many times kids say uh one of the biggest reasons that they get upset i'm having to move away from my friends i don't get to see my friends anymore or i don't know these people around here i don't like this place things like that but if they were already raised in this air they're familiar with it they're comfortable with this well it's like it's like even the little things like it's that house it's their exactly. room. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. They're not going to somebody else's room. Like, and also too, another thing that people, uh, that I feel like people deal with is when their parents go on and create other lives, mm-hmm. like with their kids, like, like with, you know, someone else and they have other kids, like too, you see a lot of conflict with that too, which is something you have to cross. But I feel like that helps integrate it in better too, because you're yeah. like, you know what I mean? It's just so many things I think can be smoothed over if you deal with that, if you did that, but that requires a lot of responsible people. So, and we know we ain't got a lot of those here. No. Oh no. Um, dude, uh, have you seen that, that one guy, uh, well, he used to do like the history talks or stuff like that crash course. No, but he was talking about how, like, we don't make people like pay like a license to have kids. We <laughs> he was like, yeah, he was, he was like, have you ever thought people can just make a baby or he, they can just make another human. And I was like, Dude, that is kind of crazy. Like, you don't have to do anything. You can just, you and two other people, you and another person can talk about it and be like, let's do this. You know, like, nobody has to check any boxes, meet any requirements, just anybody. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, man. Uh, it is, uh, I would say that and anybody being able to have a driver's license are uh, two of the most dangerous things we have in this world. Yes. Because a yeah. lot of people that I see every day should not have a driver's license. I can tell you that right. Facts. Wait, wait, so let me get your thoughts on this. I think yeah. you should have to retake your driver's test like every five years. <laughs> no, I think uh, I don't want. I mean, once you hit a certain age, like once you get like over like fifty, I think you should have to take every five. Facts, bro. But I think like I think, every like ten or fifteen for everyone else. I think that is needed. So I think yeah. So I think from sixteen to about thirty-five, you should be good. And well, then, dude, I don't know. There are some people that just drive like they're a turtle well like, i think can't even, go, can't even go to the speed limit in the middle of the lanes i'm just like yeah. what are we doing well, Who gave i also think uh if you get into a wreck like let's say if you get into multiple wrecks mm-hmm. then they should make you retake in that time period mm-hmm. then they should make you retake it but 16 to 35 you should be good then i think you should have to retake it again uh when you're 50 and then implement that because then that's when you start to see a, a rapid decline Dude, um, like I get it. You want your freedom, and I think we've talked about this before. Yeah, but like, do not sit here and be afraid of everyone else around you, and be afraid of your car, and think you can drive, bro. Exactly. And like, I also think they should start some type of like uh, elderly driving service to where they just have like in the area just people that are. I, I know some people may say like, oh, it's a taxi or it's an Uber. No, but that's different. Like the people that actually care for like elderly people is what you're saying. Right. And I, and I and agree. Like, they're always, and I know they kind of have some of that services uh, with like hospice care. They, they provide that like with the vans you see like rolling around, but it's like not all the people have the money for that, but something that's affordable that can be worked into their income. That's simple. You just pick them up. They need to go to the grocery store. If they just want to travel over here, like you just, you take them because a lot of those people should not be driving, dude. Heck no. No, because like I was I was on a very busy road the other day and uh there was a car in the middle of both lanes going thirty in a forty five. 
that's so frustrating. <laughs> and, yeah. see, and I try not to be mean to people because I, I've had like car issues before to where like I've had to drive slow, but I get to the far right and like I try to like cautions and stuff like that so people know like I'm not just being a dick. Yeah. When people are in the left lane or like that middle lane doing that, bro, I'm like, do you know the signs all say slow traffic to the right? Yeah. And like you here you are holding up everyone else. We get okay, you may not be comfortable, but like there's other people that are comfortable. Well, and so, and it's like you may not have anywhere to be, but some of us have places to be. Yeah. Well, when you are it's when you get that mix of the overly comfortable people with the people that are not comfortable at all. That's when you get wrecks on the interstate. Like, you know, those people that, that fly down a hundred miles per hour down the left side that are just zipping in and out of people. And it's like, I mean, they're, they could cause a wreck and they're just as much as fault. But what if one of those super slow people are right there in front of them? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like that causes issues for everybody. Yeah, and that's why we have a speed limit that everyone should just go that at least. Yeah, at least, yes, at least the speed limit, not 15 under. Yeah, facts. Nothing, nothing, um, nothing worse, but I'm going to end my rant on that. Yeah, um, there's also up. something that will get me fired up, but I kind of want to save it for uh, for the next pod. Yeah, we'll, it's about we'll, that uh, that Army flight suit. Leave them hanging. Yeah, 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 a little cliffhanger for next time. But uh, you got any final thoughts, bro, anything? No, man, just always, as always, appreciate everyone listening. Uh, showing the sport, you know, taking the time to to spend your day with us and uh, listening to us talk about some random garbage like this. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thank y'all. Uh, we appreciate it as always. Uh, I- I'm glad to be back with the- with the pod. I know we, uh, you know, we oh, life is life there. is busy right now, man. What we juggling? juggling? You you still doing like DoorDash and stuff like that too? Bro, I haven't even had time for that, bro. Like, so I'm doing research, uh, but I'm also like, you know, still trying to do my, like my YouTube and stuff like that, plus working. So like, like you said, like, all right, when you get off at night, then like, you're like, yeah, I'll get up at six. Then all of a sudden it's like seven and you're like, dang, I got to go to work later. You just got all this other stuff. You got to jam in. I'm juggling, juggling three jobs. You're juggling at least like two. So, I mean, we're all, and we're trying to fit a schedule in together. So again, we do appreciate everyone with the the support. Thank y'all. We like doing this. That's why we keep coming back to this because we like it. And we like you guys hanging out with us and listening. Big, big, big facts. If you have any, uh, any, any comments, questions, concerns, any content you want us to cover, slide in the uh, email DMs uh, or the uh, YouTube comments and uh, let us know. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's it. Till next time. Hey, till next time, guys. See you.